from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. everyone and welcome to episode 144 of the blind android users podcast we've reached the end of the 12 times table i'm ed green and i'm joined today by my co-hosts warren carr austin pinto doug cameron john dyer and sally kunders and we are coming to you on saturday the 9th of september 2023 in this episode we have our usual announcement section in Android Basics, we continue our series on One UI, and Warren shows us how to manage the home screen. We have an unboxing for the Spotlight section this week from Bernard Hemmings, who unboxes his Samsung Galaxy X-Cover 6 Pro. In our App of the Week, Warren demonstrates the app Web App. And in our commentary segment, Karine Kiwan talks about uh, navigation settings in commentary Jishuo. Well, hello again. I'm coming to you from a swelteringly hot and sticky London at uh, 32 Celsius or 89 Fahrenheit today uh, with no air conditioning. It's not not pleasant, but uh, here I am. It's all good. Uh, Warren, how are you? I'm doing good. And you know what, Ed, we need to take you out of the swamps there. You know, you're <laughs> in London, you get all that humidity and boy, at 89 degrees, I don't know. That probably is even harder than Louisiana or somewhere down in the bayous. I don't know. But <laughs> we've got to get you out of the swamps uh, for a change. <laughs> I'm oh, doing well, bro. <laughs> it's certainly humid. Uh, uh, yes, London can be relied on for that. Not uh, uh, not much fun. Uh, John Boy, how are you? I'm doing good. It's... Uh... It was pr storming pretty good here, but it seems to be letting up right now. So hopefully it'll cool down after the thunderstorms roll through. Yeah, we need one of those. Glad, you, glad you're doing well. Uh, Austin, how are you? I'm doing good, but actually last week uh, it was a very sad uh, thing after the podcast that the match got cancelled. But no problem, we are playing again tomorrow. India versus Pakistan and the rains have returned back. So Mumbai is uh, nice and cool now. So if uh, London is very hot, then you can come to Mumbai. Excellent. I'll do that. And will it get rained off again tomorrow or are we all right, do you think? I don't know. We are playing in Colombo again. So there are very high chances of rain. Oh, dear. One of only two cities with three test match playing grounds, I think, Colombo. You being yeah. in the other one. In India, you know, there are a lot of test playing grounds. So there's. I don't know why they're not playing the Asia Cup in India. It's either Candy or Colombo. Uh, yeah, they definitely should. It's good for Sri Lanka to host it, though. Uh, I guess fairly compact to get around as well. Yeah. Now, tell me something. Is Colombo named after Columbus because he thought he was going to um, India, wound up here um, in the Western Hemisphere, and so they kind of decided maybe to name a city after him, Colombo? I'm kind of curious. Is that what that is? I don't know. I don't know. That is in Sri Lanka. So I don't know anything of why it was named. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very okay. glad he didn't make GPS software. It wouldn't be very good, would it? 
Yeah, so, he didn't have like, GPS. Yeah, instead of reaching instead of reaching UK, we will reach maybe yeah, some other country. Can you imagine what his flight plans would be like if he was a pilot. <laughs> yeah. He'll wind up in the Pacific, you know, running <laughs> out is. of fuel. <laughs> to go yeah. to the North Pole for fly south. Yeah. <laughs> Just think if he'd gone the right way, uh, history could have been very different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, then history could have been different. Yeah. Dougie, Doug, 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 what's happening? Not much. Um, starting to cool off up here, so it's kind of getting, it's kind of more like fall and it's pretty nice, so I'm kind of liking it. Good, good, good. And Sally, how are the Yanak? Well, Yanaks are doing well, but this is the moment that I hate the most because there are international breaks. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate it. <laughs> boring. Yeah. So boring. And yesterday, Turkey played versus Armenia, and it's 1 1. No winning, no losing. It's a bad score. When is England going to play? Tonight. It's on now against Ukraine, but I don't bother watching Ooh, international well, football, it, really. It's I only watch it, the tab. And one another thing is, you know, today we got the best weather comparing to yours. It's 24 degrees, so let's say 75 Fahrenheit. I think that's pretty good. Oh, that's I'm nice. enjoying I'm enjoying this weather. And let's say congrats for the new school year, because like uh, back to school starts for those kids listening to us, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, ours started on Tuesday. Uh, the teachers had six weeks off, so obviously they couldn't possibly start the, the week on Monday. Yeah, needed yeah. that extra day. Uh, but yeah, back in back in school, which is good. Yeah, ours have been in school now. This was the second week, so next week is the third week. Yep. Yeah. On Monday in Turkey, it's going to start. So yeah, most of Europe, I guess, the same. Nice. This is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys, and the latest news. Well, let's turn to our announcement section. Uh, Austin, do you have anything for us? There are no announcements, but I think Android 14 has released another beta, and I don't know what version is it. It's 5.3, I think. The person running that project should be fired because, I mean, this has been the worst yeah, experience. The worst. Yeah. Really. I, I'm, and I'm not kidding here, guys. We are in September. Having a beta in September, it has never happened. And five uh, beta, it's, Warren, it's just Warren you just want somebody to get fired because you lost your bet. <laughs> well, no, well, it's not because I lost my bet. I'm following what Google initially said. We we conclude the beta in July. You know, now, so they've belied what they said. And, and frankly, whoever was in charge of this uh, Android 14 project should be fired. I have to say there were some hilarious bug fixes in this. I was looking at the notes and one of them said that on the fold, if you interacted with it, the taskbar occasionally became invisible. That must have been really annoying. Yeah. 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 Well, well, and it, they leave that to the fold and the tablet. They're the ones messing us up. Yeah, but you, you're looking at your taskbar and like, oh, it's just literally vanished. That must be quite annoying. That would be insanely annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, sometimes the home screen will disappear, giving you a blank, <laughs> all icons gone, baby gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a magical taskbar. 
So uh, what was what was the wind up I heard that you should do? It was a home screen disappearing. It, it was the reverse, I think, that I heard about. You should. Was it you put a screenshot of someone's desktop in in full screen in Microsoft Word and have it auto start for them, and then they think that their computer's frozen because their desktop is up, but they can't click on anything. I can't remember what it was. It was something yeah, like that. that it was really a, annoys that someone. A prank. Yeah. 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 I did like that. Oh my goodness. Sort of thing I'd do. <laughs> uh, the other thing as well, just to say from last week, again, if you haven't yet checked out Accessible Android, do it's really quick, optimised for Android 13, and uh, link will be in the show notes, so another chance. Well, you can do it whenever yeah. you like, obviously, but another when, reminder to do that. going to get four times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four times for the four-speed incremental. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, for each increase, and then one for Android 13 support. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, excellent. You're listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. Well, now we turn to Android Basics, and this week we continue our look at uh, One UI, and to kick us off, Warren is going to show us how to manage various aspects of One UI's home screen. I will be utilizing my Galaxy S21 in showing you how to manage the home screen on your Samsung running One UI 5.x. In this, we'll be looking at things like creating folders, adding things to the folder, setting home screen defaults, and things like that. Now, because the current version of TalkBack that we have coming from Samsung does not support actions in the sense of the word whereby one could use the actions in doing things, we'll be doing things a little bit differently. But whether you have uh, the version that supports actions or not, the steps I'm going to show you here will still suffice. So first though, I'm on my home screen as I indicated. And of course, the home screen one is my default. Now, let's get familiar with the layout of the home screen. Of course, all of your apps are there. So you got like four icons on a row and yours may be different, but that's what I have on my S21 and it could be because it's a smaller phone. Anyway, so I got that and I have a bunch of, you know, rows on my phone and then pages and things like that. Now, toward the bottom, of course, we have the dock at the very bottom. And you can add things and remove things from the dock. At the very bottom of my dock, I got phone out of pager. Starting from the bottom left, I've got phone going right. My apps. I got something called my apps, basically a shortcut from the Google Play that when I tap on it, it takes me straight to the updates and things like that. And then to the right of that... Password Manager. I've got the Password Manager coming from Google, Password Manager, and the last item on my bottom right here... Camera. ...is the Camera app. Now, there's in between this and the last row of icons. For example, the last row of the icons on this home page... I got starting from the left. Pocket casts in pager. To the right. Telegram, 44 notifications. To the right. Naveen. 
And the last item on the right. Wave editor. Is wave editor. Now, nestled in between this last row of icons and the dock at the very bottom are little icons that says page one, page two, depending on how many pages you have, including the discovery page. They're kind of very hard to find. Now, if you like to swipe, you can swipe and get through those. Um, For example, if I swipe right, Google Discover, out of pager. We hear Google Discover, and if I swipe right, it should say page one. Page one of five. Default page. And it says page one of five, a default page. And of course, if you keep swiping, you'll get to the last one. Now, if you're like me and you're not a swiper, you could just put your finger in the middle there in between this uh, last bottom dock and the last um, row of icons. And there you'll encounter that as well. I'll put my finger down and you'll see what I'm talking about. Page two of five. My finger landed on page two or five. I moved page to the right. Page three of five. Page see, four of five. See. Page five of five. Current there page is last page. So if I tap on one of these, it should take me straight to that. Or if you want, you could simply swipe from right to left to move through those pages. But that's not the focus of this preamble. The focus, however, is how to manage the home screen. With the one UI For some reason, it doesn't say home if you encounter an empty space like it would on a Pixel device. So it makes it hard to uh, invoke the actions on a blank screen to uh, manage that home screen, whether you want to remove that home screen or you want to set it as a default. Now, here's a way to do it with the current version of TalkBack, which is version 13.5 that does not support actions. Now, of course, if you're using something like the S23 series and you've signed up for the beta, you will have the version 14 of TalkBack and that supports the actions. So in the absence of that, we're going to use what works. What you want to do is do a pinching action that is a pinching uh, gesture. So in other words, put two fingers apart and slowly bring them together and that pinches. And at the bottom, you'll find some things that will make it possible for you to customize the home screen. I will now pinch and you'll hear what I'm talking about. Because I do not use sounds, you didn't hear a sound. But at the very bottom of your phone, where we saw the dock, now you'll have some icons relating to the home screen management. And if I put my finger just anywhere in the middle of the phone, page one of five, all you're going to hear is the page number that I'm sitting on, but you're not going to hear the icons because they are no longer in focus, even though visually they are there. But the things that have focus, however, will be the icons at the bottom that have replaced that area where the dock was. And here's what I'm talking about, starting from the bottom left, and these icons have to do with the home customization. Wallpaper and style, button, out of pager. There we have the wallpaper and style, to the right of that. Themes, button. We have themes, then to the right of that. Widgets, button. We've got widgets in the last icon. 
on the right. Settings button. Settings, and this is where you can go in and customize the home settings, whether or not you would like to see the Google discovery on the left page, or whether or not you would like to see icons get placed on your home screen every time you install an app, that kind of thing. That's where you go to do that kind of management. Now, of course, we can uh, still move from left to right or right to left to move through the pages or tap on a page uh, to move to that particular page. And for example, if I put my finger down. Page five of five, current pages, last page. That's page five. If I tap on that, it will take me to page five, for example. Home screen, page five of five. Home screen, page five of five. Now, there's something I want to mention here, that at the top of the screen, we've got two important buttons. At the very top, in the middle, you'll find... Not selected, default page, out of pager. Default page not selected. And in other words, page 5 or home screen 5 is not my default home page. That is, whenever I start my phone, it isn't going to place me on page 5 as my startup page. Now, below that is a button that says remove. Page 5 of 5, remove button in pager. Is page 5 of 5 remove. If I tap on that, it will remove my page 5 home screen and it will be gone. Now, in the event that you want to add a new page, that uh, number of pages that I showed earlier that is nestled between the dock and the last row of icons, to the right, of the last page, in this case, it'll be page 5, home screen 5. To the right of that is an icon that says Add Page. So I'll move my finger to the right. Add Page. Tap here. Add Page. And it has added a page. And if I put my finger in the middle. Add Page. Button. In Pager. I find another Add Page. So if I do that, it'll add that page. Page 5 of 6. There you go. So it has added a page. Now I have six pages. My sixth page, however, is a blank page. So now let's talk about setting home page defaults. So remember earlier I told you that we have something at the top or two buttons at the top. There's a, a set as default page and then remove a home page. Now if I want to make the blank page as my startup page, for example. I'll put my finger near the top, find and tap on set as default. Not selected, default page, out of pager. If I tap, selected. And that has been selected. Now I can go back. Google Discover. So I am on homepage six, and of course it doesn't have anything to say. Now if I swipe from left to right from the middle of the phone. Home screen. Page 5 of 6. I am on page uh, 5. If I swipe from right to left. Home screen. Page 6 of 6. Default page. Page 6. And it says, is my default page. So what that means is that if I start my phone, I'm going to be on a blank page. 
There's no need to do that now, but trust me on this one. When you do, you'll be starting on a blank page when you log on to your phone. Now, let's say we want to remove this page. Of course, you do the same thing we did, and that's doing the pinching movement. And you squeeze two fingers together. Home screen, default page. Change to home screen edit mode, page 6 of 6. So, I just pinched that page 6. And now, near that top, we got those two buttons. They said that's default, and there's a remove. I'll tap on remove and it should remove the blank page I just created. Page six of six, remove button. Tab here. Page five of five. And that home, home screen, page six page five is of gone. five, default page. I only home have screen, page four of five, page default five, page. And it tells me my page five is my default because the last page now becomes the default. Now, if I want to set it back to page one as my default, for example, then I go to page one, for example. Page one of five. I could tab here on page one of five, or you can swipe to page one of five. Home screen, I just page tab. one of five. And now that I'm on page one of five, it doesn't translate to mean that page one, now rather the home screen one, it's now my default. That home screen is still my default. Now, in order to make my home screen one the default, I will need to do that pinching gesture. And once I'm on this page one, then I tap on that set page one as the default. I'll show you what I'm talking about by indicating that it's not my default because it's not saying my default. If I move my finger to the right, page two of five. And if I move back to the left, page one of five. It doesn't say it's the default. Now, if I keep going to the right to page five, it will tell me default page. Here's what I'm talking about. Page two of five. Keep going. Page three of five. Keep going. Page four of five. One more. Page five of five. Default page. Page five is my default page. Person seen, front now, door doorbell. I'm gonna do that squeezing or pinching and set the page one as my default. Now that I've done that, at the bottom, of course, we're gonna see wallpaper and style, but themes, but widgets, settings, button. And now near the top, those two buttons, we got the set as default and remove page. Not selected. Default page. If I tab here. Selected. And now that page one, home screen one, is now my default. And below that. Page one of five, remove button in pager. There's a remove button. Now I need to exit the editing of the home screen by doing a back gesture. Google Bard Mobile. It's placing me on the first icon on my home page one. Now, if I put my finger in between the items found between the last row of icons and the dock, I'll find those pages. And if I touch page one, it will say default page. Here's what I'm talking about. Page one of five, default page. Now we hear page one of five, default page. If I move right or swipe right till I get to page five, it's not going to say default anymore. Here's what I'm talking about. Page two of five. 
Page 3 of 5. Page 4 of 5. Page 5 of 5. Current page is last page. So, page 5, home screen 5, is no longer my default. Rather, the home screen 1 is my default. Page 4 of 5. Page 3 of 5. Page 2 of 5. Page 1 of 5. Default page. There you have it. That's my default. Now, the last thing I want to show you before handing it over to the podcast crew is how to create a folder. So you could just simply long press an icon and drag it atop one and just drop it. For example, I got BARD here. BARD Mobile. That's the first icon on my home screen. So I could long press. BARD Mobile. BARD Mobile. Out of pager. Google and if Discover. I move my finger. Create folder with NF scanner. Move to the left. Create folder with CX file explorer. I move it downward. Create folder with lookout. So let's go ahead and create a folder using that Bard mobile app. Lookout. I just let go on lookout and now it opened the folder. And it's sitting on Lookout. If I move my finger to the right. Bard Mobile. Bard Mobile. If I close it by doing a back gesture. Folder closed. And putting my finger down where the folder is. Folder. It simply says Folder. I tap here. Lookout. Out of Pager. And now that I'm here where the icons are, near the top we've got. Folder Name. Edit Box. Folder Name. You tap here to give it a name. For example, let me call it Big Dog. Folder name. Showing English. Capital P. Voice input. Big Dog. Voice input stopped. I just dictated Big Dog and double tap to stop the voice dictation. If I put my finger down. Big Dog. Edit box. Editing. Window home. There is the name of my folder I just created that contains both the Lookout and the Bard Mobile. Now that I'm done with adding that name at the bottom of the keyboard is a Done button. Done. Now that I've tapped on Done, I also want to mention here that below that folder name, we got a couple buttons. We got before getting to the one on the very last right, we've got Add apps to folder button. Add apps to the folder and to the right of that. Select folder color button. You can select the color for the folder. So if I tap on Add apps to folder button. And I tap here. Navigate up button. Now what this does is that it opens up your app door where you can choose an app to add to that folder you just created. AirDocs not selected. Add voice not selected. 3D Earth Pro not selected. And let's say... Abilify not selected. I select something like this. I double tap. Abilify selected. And you could add more to it. Let's say I want to add another one. Accessible Android not selected. Let's say I want to add the accessible Android app. Accessible Android selected. Double tap. And so... Now I've added two. If I put my finger near the top left corner. Navigate up. Button. Two of 200 selected. I am told two of 200 selected. And now to finish the selection process, I should tap 
on the done button at the very bottom of the screen, right in the middle. Done button, out of grid, Tap there. Fold, big dog, edit box, folder name. I'm back to the big dog folder and I can look around and see how many icons I have in this folder. Look out. Let's look out. Bard mobile. Bard. Abilify. Abilify. Accessible Android. And accessible Android. And that's how you go about adding something to a folder or creating a folder. And you can always add to it by simply dragging it over and dropping it onto that folder. Now you can decide to rename the folder later on by simply long pressing it and you'll find the rename or change the name of the folder. I'll now hand it back to the podcast crew as we'll deliberate on these things. I'm very pleased to hear the pinching gesture get uh, such high profile. Uh, that doesn't work to bring up home screen settings on other, dev other launches, does it? You have to find a blank area of the home screen. You may it or may doesn't not. Doesn't it work to... in MIUI? Did you just see that? It works. Does it work in MIUI? Yeah, it I don't, works, I don't yeah. use it. I use um, third party. It works launcher. on Pixel Launcher. Yeah, as well. it does work on Pixel as well. Um, you know, so the pinching thing, Ed, is something that. I know you like the pinching, and I, I don't yeah. want to go there, you know, because yeah. you know what you pinch. <laughs> yeah, when you make them fool. Yeah, even I like it. Even I like it. Yeah. That's, but, the, that, that's that gesture, you know. Yeah, exactly. But so the whole idea, you know, because if you can't use or take advantage of that actions uh, on a Samsung device that is running... Um, not the newer version, if you're not on the beta, then that pinching does come in handy. And to be honest, I kind of like that pinching to uh, manage that home screen. But I think overall, another thing we didn't mention, or I didn't mention, is that, you know, you can long press an app, and if you let go, you know, it pops up the actions, I mean, shortcuts, uh, rather than saying actions, it pops up the uh, shortcuts there so you can find things like select or you can find things like remove or uninstall just in as much as you would on a pixel device so that's another thing that you can use in that home management so i, I actually like the one ui i think i'm falling in love with it more and more when so I look how at the do you go with launcher. shortcuts on Pixel? Because uh, as you said, on One UI, you just long press and you see the shortcuts. Oh, yeah. It, it works mm -hmm. like that on the Pixel. Mm -hmm. yeah. It does. But frankly, I like the uh, the One UI home management. Most especially, I could you know set which one to be my default. I haven't tried doing that on my Pixel. So... Um, it's something I should try, but I kind of really like that with the One UI. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm loving the One UI. It, I think it's a great launcher. I wish Samsung makes it available for other phones. I use it and I like it. Just a Samsung device, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned that the um, default home screen comes up when you first boot your device, but you can also, whatever you have set as your default home screen, you can do it if you... Do the home gesture twice so if you do the home gesture whether it be like pressing a home button swiping up from the bottom with two fingers or using talkback's home gesture it will take you to the last home page you were on but if you do the gesture a second time it will take you to your default home page so 
you can always get directly to that default page by doing the home gesture twice. Nice. Um, I think on my, I think on most launches that just opens the apps list, doesn't it? So it's good that Samsung takes you to your default page. And the shortcut thing, I think, is possibly standard. It certainly is on Hyperion yeah. anyway. If you if you double tap and hold, it'll pop up the app shortcut. But like, do you guys use this um, app drawer on your One UI, or you just use the standard home screen? And on on Samsung, I mean, I, I change it immediately, so I can't remember. Samsung has the search bar on the home screen, but you can take it off, doesn't it? That's that's true. That's another thing. Um, but I like and, that. And you can check out the weather uh, widget as well. Um, I know some people say, "Hey, I don't want to see the uh, search bar," you know, on a Pixel phone. You know, it's a visual thing. But if you mm -hmm. can't see it, well. I, I don't know that it matters, but anyway, uh, I wish Google would allow us to either resize or remove it just like one could do on a Samsung device. So like I said, you know, there are so many perks going on for the One UI that when you look at it, actually, the One UI is not a, a bad um, UI at all. I really like it. Yeah, I actually have my search bar. Like, I do like having the search bar on the home screen. I just don't like it at the bottom. I move mine to the top of my Samsung okay, phone. Okay, do you mean more search? Do you mean the search the for uh, the Finder or the Google search? Because I like the Finder. No, Google the Google search. search. Yeah, okay. Also, I wanted to mention, um, Warren, you touched on how if you're running 13.5, or what Samsung calls 13.5, um, you don't have actions as a reading control, but I just want to remind people that you can still use actions if you want. The launcher does support actions. You just, in order to get to them, you'd have to pull up your talkback menu, or if you have a gesture assigned to actions specifically, it'll open up a list of actions. So if you're one of those who prefer to use actions for things like moving an app or creating folders, if that's easier for you than double tapping, holding, and then sliding your finger around, you can still get to the actions. There's just that extra step of bringing up a menu. Exactly, exactly. So uh, you could you could assign a gesture that you could use for the actions, or you could go to the talkback menu if you add it to the talkback menu and uh, uh, tap on that. And then, of course, it's going to bring up uh, something called actions, and you could tap on that to do that. So. Yeah, good reminder there, John. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. And now we come to our Spotlight section, and I'm very pleased to say it's another unboxing. This time, Bernard Hemmings unboxes his new Samsung Galaxy X-Cover 6 Pro. Hi, my name is Bernard Hemmings, welcoming you, you to the unboxing of the Samsung X-Cover 6 Pro. Okay, so I have the box in front of me on the desktop, and I'm about to flip it over so that the box can be opened. So you turn it so that the lid is facing down towards the desktop, and the bottom of the box is pointing towards the ceiling. Okay, so now if you feel the bottom of the box, one end has a rectangular sticker. You want to face this 
to the right hand end of the box so if you need to turn the box around so that the sticker is on the right hand end okay now next to that sticker right in the corner is one piece of tape and at the diagonally opposite end near the other corner is the other piece of tape on the other side of the box so you want to run a knife between the box and the lid to cut the tape if you try and peel the tape off the box you'll end up damaging the cardboard um, box material okay so we've cut the tape and that separates the box and the lid so turn the box back over and you should just lift the lid straight off Okay, now you'll find the phone is wrapped in this plastic sheet material to protect it. So we take the phone out and turn it over. You'll find that the material, um, there is a flap which unfolds like an envelope down one edge of the plastic sheeting. There is a small uh, similar bit of adhesion at each end of the plastic sheet but that will come unfolded when you uh, un undo the the edge to free the phone and the phone should just slide out of that um, plastic sheeting now so we can put the plastic sheeting aside now if you feel the phone the top end of the phone has the earphone socket and what they call the top key, which is one of the programmable keys. To the left-hand side of the phone is the um, X cover key, which again is programmable. Now the bottom edge of the phone has the USB-C socket, and beside that it's a speaker on the other side you have the power key which is a side key which is again reprogrammable and above that we have the two volume keys okay now put the phone down on the desktop with the screen facing down be aware there is no screen protection with this phone my previous S10A had a factory fitted screen protector. This phone does not. Okay, so now if you locate the camera lenses on the back of the phone and beside the two uh, circles, between them almost, there is a little square indentation which is the flash and, of course, your torch or flashlight. Now, if you slide your finger across the back of the phone from that flashlight across to the other edge, you will feel a small slot where the back curves slightly to meet the side. This slot is to remove the back of the phone and you just lift that slightly with your fingernail. That will unclip the back, uh, the first catch. Now you just slide your finger between the back of the phone and the phone itself going around down one side 
along the bottom and at probably at this point it'll pop up otherwise you may have to go uh, up the up the other side a bit but generally once you've undone one side and the the bottom the other two the the other two edges they will the back will just pop off if you grab the back and just pull it once you've uh, undone that little slot you'll probably end up breaking the catches that hold the back in place so I wouldn't do that okay so once you take the, the uh, back off you can feel the interior of the phone the battery um, compartment and the SIM and uh, SD card slots the SD card is at, at slot is at the top, directly above the SIM card tray. They are both at around about the centre of the battery compartment. That is uh, neither just uh, back from the top edge of the phone, whether of the battery compartment. Now, before you Put the battery in the sim card slot as i say you need to put the sim card into that slot first the you can't insert the sim card with the battery in place so you insert the sim card the contact side is uppermost according to sides of people that have told me that uh, and the bevel corner is towards the top, so that slides into the uh, slot first. Now, if you want to put the SD card in now, you can do so, or you can insert the battery and then uh, put the SIM card in, whatever you prefer to do. Okay, now, so feel in the box and you will feel the square battery. If you remove that from the box and feel it carefully, you will find that the bottom edge of the battery is grooved, and on one side, sorry, the, on one uh, surface of the battery, one of the larger surfaces, we'll call it the top, has a like a circuit board under the cover of the battery. You can feel this square uh, or almost rectangular shape beneath the battery cover. This goes in so that that is uppermost in the phone. So, and on the top edge of the battery, you will feel that it is flat and the contact should be on the right-hand side. So you put the battery into the phone on an angle. So you tip the battery forward as you put it into the battery compartment so that the top edge makes contact first, then you lower the bottom edge of the battery in, and the battery should just drop into the compartment. Okay, so the battery's in place, and you want to insert or put the back back on, unless you want to put the SD card in now. If you do, the SD card goes into the slot. It's very easy. The top, the edge of the SD card um, goes uppermost. So the little lip on the uh, SD card is um, 
not the end that you put into the SD card slot. That should protrude from the slot. So to make it easy to remove and insert. Okay, so slide that SD card in. Now for the back, you just uh, feel the hole where the camera lens is on the back. You'll notice the hole that goes around the camera. So you put it gently on the phone and you press the edges of the back along each side and you'll hear it click into the to its slots and lock into place. Go around the phone making sure that all the little catches are uh, locked as it were. So you gently put pressure on the back edge and go right around the phone until you make sure that the number of catches that the back is in flat against the phone. Okay, so now we come to the the most exciting bit of it, I suppose. So you uh, hold the uh, side key in, that is the key below the vo volume controls, and you also hold the volume up key, so you press both those keys together. After the small, and hold them down, after the small uh, vibration, there will be a few seconds and then there'll be a much larger um, duration of vibration to tell you, you know, to let you know that you are uh, enabling accessibility. After a while, the talkback um, message should come up telling you to keep holding these keys um, to until you hear a beep if you want to enable accessibility so you do that and then the next thing after the beep the next thing you should hear is the uh, start of the talkback um, menu as it were the, the sorry the um, the tutor the tutorial and that has five pages so that's really all there is to the unboxing. Just remember that the, the little hole for the back is, to open the back, is directly opposite the flashlight on the back of the phone. Uh, so you go across the back to the other side, away from the camera, and just as the back turns to meet the side, you'll feel the fingernail slot. Okay, so that's the end of part one, the unboxing of the phone, and now I'll do a small review on the phones, the good points and the bad points. Thanks very much. I hope you found this interesting and helpful. So the X cover, these are Samsung sort of ruggedized uh, offerings, aren't they? Quite popular with uh, folks working outdoors and things like that. They are indeed. And thanks, Bernard, for uh, taking uh, the time to do this. We truly appreciate you um, uh, unboxing this for the podcast. Yeah, it's a neat little phone. It has a lot of features that people miss on phones. Like, um, you know, the I think it has the fingerprint reader, the power button. It has customizable buttons. It has a removable battery, um, memory card for storage. It has... Uh, headphone jack so it's a neat little phone
Exactly. And so for, uh, uh, you know, a rugged phone, I, I think it has everything. So if you are one of those that kind of uh, dreaming for the good old SD card, this would be the one to go for as well as that headphone. Uh, headphone I can't even say the word headphone jack. Uh, you could go for that uh, phone because then it's reminiscent of the old times, isn't it? Yeah, and you'll have slightly more dollars get... left over if you if you do that than if you go for the uh, Sony Xperia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could yeah, buy two. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You don't need get to spend all the moolah. Yeah, poor boy. I don't think we get this phone in India because I've never even heard of this phone. Yeah, they're used by, um, I don't know if you remember, back in episodes, I think it was in the 60s, we had Brendan Lewis and Sharon Jovanazzo on talking about uh, In Your Pocket, the, uh, you know, the uh, reading newspapers and, and books and stuff on a modified phone. And they used the X cover, albeit not the six. I think, I think when we talked to them, it was either four or the five. Uh, so they, they, they used them for that because it's a Excuse me. Uh, they use it for that because it's a fairly simple, uh, rugged phone. Well, it's not a simple phone; it's a good phone, but um, you know it can it can stand a bit of a bit of stuff. So it probably seemed a good candidate phone to use. Coming up next, our app of the week, in which we show you how to use the app and review its accessibility. You can submit your recording for this segment. Email it to us at contact us at blindandroidusers.com. And now we turn to our app of the week, and Warren demonstrates a web app. So I think it's a really interesting concept. Take it away, Warren. Hi. For an year for Blind Android Users Podcast and for episode App of the Week, I'll be demonstrating an app called Web App. In other words, I'm demonstrating an app that you could use in transforming a web page into an app. So if you're having trouble with a web page, for example, and you would rather use an app for it, this may be what you're looking for. It's basically a PWA app, basically a progressive web app, and it's easy to create apps. I will be demonstrating this using my S21 running Android 13 and TalkBack 13.5. I am on my home screen now and will now navigate my way to Web App. Web App. Here is Web App and I'll tap to activate. Web App. Button. Out of pager. Detected. Icon. Settings. Button. We are landed on an icon that's called Settings, and that's found near the top right corner of the phone. Now, to the left top part, all that we got is the name of the app. Web app. Now, below that button on the top right, that's Settings, we've got a couple buttons, or rather three buttons. The first buttons we got... Create group button. Create group. In other words, if you tap on this, you can create a folder where you could add apps of similar functions to it. To the right of that, we've got create app button. 
create an app. So for example, you got a website that you want to turn into an app. This is where you tap on to create such an app. Now below that, we have an icon that simply says more. Detected. Icon. More. Button. And we'll be talking about these buttons. First though, let's get started though by the first one on the top right corner, and that will be the one that says settings. Detected. Icon. Settings. Button. I'll go ahead and tap. Web app. Navigate up. Button. Tapping on settings, here's what we got. Use ad block. Block unwanted content. Switch on in list. Because if you have web pages, for example, there are ads and all of that, but this will block those for you. Below that, external links in browser. Open external links in system browser. Switch off. And that's all we have in the settings. Let's go back. Web app. Detected. Icon, settings, button, out of list. I already talked about the create group and create an app. The last one we want to talk about, that is the last button, has to do with what I'm going to show you next. Now, below all of this, starting from the top on the left, we got my apps. My apps. And below that would be apps that you have created. I haven't created one yet. Now, below that, we've got popular. Popular. So these are apps that come with this app by default. And then that more button there that we saw earlier, you could use that in changing the name of this popular heading or moving it up to my apps area and more. This Tap on that more so you see what I'm talking about. Detected. Icon. More. Button. Pop-up window. Rename. In list. We hear rename. So if I tap here, I will be renaming popular to something else that I would rather name it to. Next. Move up. Move up. That is, if I want to trade it places with my apps and have that be the one that comes near the top instead of my apps, then I tap there to move it up. Next. Move down. I could move it down if it was near the top where the my apps is located. I could change it back to move it back down. Remove. Or I could remove that. If I remove it, then the heading or the text that says popular will be gone. I'm going to go back. Detected. Icon. More. Now, below popular, we have apps that come by default. In other words, we have a bunch of apps here that are here on by default, and they are arranged in rows. We've got four to each row. Here's what I'm talking about. Row one, we got Facebook. Row one, YouTube. Column two. Telegram, column three. Instagram, column four. Now, the next row below that, starting from the left. Chat GPT, row two. Col Twitter, column two. Gmail, column three. Discord, column four. And now the last row, starting from the left. Skype, row three. Column Teams, column two. PayPal, column three. 
And the last item. WhatsApp. Column 4. WhatsApp. That's all that you have. Now, I do want to mention here in passing that you can actually remove these things if you didn't want any of these. So in other words, if you want to remove WhatsApp, you want to remove Facebook or any of these, all that needs to happen is to long press on it and go find remove. I'll show you what I'm talking about this long press on Facebook, for example. Facebook, row one, column one. And I'm going to double tap and hold to long press. Pop-up window, settings, in list. Tapping or long pressing on Facebook, we heard settings. Clone. I can clone it. Add to home screen. I could add it to the home screen. Move to group. I could move it to a group. For example, if I've created a group for things relating to Facebook, I could move it to that group. Remove. Or I could remove it. That's the last item. Let's go ahead, though, and look at what the settings entails. And the settings simply will give you the ability to rename it if you want to change its name from Facebook to something else that makes sense to you. You tap on the settings. Here's what I'm talking about. Settings. And I'll tap on settings. Web app. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Tapping on settings. Here's what we got. Facebook. Edit box. Name. You can tap here to change the name to whatever you like. HTTPS colon slash slash m dot Facebook dot com slash edit box URL. And that's its URL. Icon. And then next we got icon. Custom icon. Button. You could tap on custom the icon. These are visual stuff. Button. Unlabeled. Detected. Icon. Facebook. So it tells us this icon looks like Facebook. Detected. Icon. Facebook. Button. That one also says Detected. Facebook. Icon. Facebook. Button. But these are icons with different colors that represent Facebook. So this is something visual. If you're not into visual stuff, we don't need it. All you can do is rename it if you wanted to. I'm going to go back. Web app. Facebook. Column 1. Now let's go to the one that makes the most sense, and that would be the creating of an app. So we move back toward the top, just below the settings on the top right, and below that we find that create an app. Create app, button, out of grid. And I'll tap here. URL, edit box, create app, English, US, QWERTY shown. So here we're being asked for the URL of the web page. For this demonstration, I'll be utilizing the Blind Android Users website. So I'm going to type in the web address for our website. H T T P S Symbols Show Toolbar Function Slash And I'm going to change to letters. Symbol keyboard page text. Show toolbar functions button. And now I'm going to type blind Android users. B. L. I. N. D. A. B. 
N S D R O I D U S E R S period C O M all right, I just typed in blindandroidusers.com. I'll now move my finger up to the edit field and see if I got it. HTTPS colon slash slash blindandroidusers.com. Edit box. Editing. URL. And below that, we've got two buttons in the middle. So we got cancel. And to the right of that, we got create or something to that effect. Cancel. Button. There's the cancel, and to the right of that, create button. Create. I'll tap here to create. Keyboard hidden. Web app. Create app button. All right. So now, if I move my finger near the top from the left below my apps, my apps, and moving my finger down, blindandroidusers.com, column one, in grid, one row, four columns. I got blindandroidusers.com. Now, remember, you can change the name. So, for example, if I want to change its name to simply say Blind Android Users, then I will need to long press that and go change the name. I'll now tap to activate and see where it takes us. Web app. We like cookies. We like cookies, but need your consent to share. Heading level 5. And here's talking about cookies. Accept. Button. Accept. And you can accept but cookie settings. Button. Or you can tap on cookie settings. I'm going to tap accept for accept. the time being. All right, so here we are. Blind Android users podcast logo, graphic. And if I move my finger down. Blind Android users podcast, heading level two. And I'm just going to jump all the way toward the bottom where we got buttons like taps and things like that. So toward the bottom, we got. Subscribe link we got subscribe feedback link social media link podcast link articles link in videos link downloads link show notes link rumble videos link in row four items and you see we got all the different uh, urls that we have on our web page so let's say i go to podcast for example podcast Link in row four items. And I tap. Blind Android users podcast. Demystifying Android accessibility. Web view out of row. And now putting my finger in the middle, I'll see all the episodes that we have. Starting from the latest. Episode 141. History of the Samsung UI and Android 14 Beta 5.1. And moving on. Play button. Below that is a play. August 19th, 2023. And it tells you the date. Middle dot. One hour, 31 minutes. And I'm just moving my finger or swiping to the right. Middle dot. Listen later. Link. Yes, listen later. View terms. Link. View the terms. Blind Android users podcast episode 140. Android 14 beta 5. And Smart Vision 3. Blind Android users podcast episode 139. 2023. Blind Android Users Podcast Episode 138, 
Blind Android Users Podcast Episode 137. Conclusion you of got the, the drift. Now, let's say I want to tap on play. one of these. Button. Out of list. Or just tap on play. If I tap on play below episode 141. Acast Embed Player F5. From the combined crew of Blind Android And now I'm going to tap on pause because it becomes a pause. It's time for your pause, favorite pause. Android podcast. And seek back button. There's the seek back. Seek forward button. And zero ten button. One hour thirty one minutes. And I've played it for ten seconds. That's a demonstration of the web app. I hope you like it. Do you use this a lot? Well, I just used it to try to see what it is like, and you know, frankly, like I indicated. If one is having a problem with a website, you're finding it hard to navigate a website, probably this app would be what you would need in simplifying uh, the interface of the web page you're having problem with. And I kind of liked it, you know, using it on our web page, you know, blindandroidusers.com. And uh, that's a practice. And I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll definitely be giving it a play. I haven't had a look yet, but one of the ones I'm going to check out. And now the G Show, or what Austin refers to as the Joshua Screen Reader, aka Commentary Screen Reader CSR. This is where some feature of this screen reader is demonstrated. And finally, we have our uh, next commentary segment, and Kareen shows us various different navigation settings. Hi. Another change to Jishuo, and this time it's related to moving between granularities or reading controls in TalkBack. Which are the navigation types? Let's go to Jishuo settings. Main menu. Jishuo settings. Jishuo plus. Then operation settings. Feedbacks. Operation settings. Operation settings. Then. Gestures default settings. Man gestures default settings. Gestures default settings. And we have this new section, which is. Default navigation gestures style global alternative granularity navigate. Default back button. Default navigation gesture style. Here I can specify the way that I want to use or the gestures that I want to use to move between granularities or navigation types. It will tell me the name of the way that I'm using. Let's see what we have. Web view default to default swipe down. We have two. Default, uh, default, and default two, which are not containing um, gestures to navigate between granularities, and we have four um, styles that are for web views only, and four styles that are global, which will mean that they will work in all views. Web view default. Swipe down slash up to move the focus, and right slash left to perform shortcut gestures unchecked. After each name, you will hear a short description. 
and this default um, here in this um, default style you swipe up and down to move between items on the screen and use right and left swipes to, perf to, perf to perform shortcuts which are uh, those shortcuts that uh, you use to answer and end calls and use them to press certain buttons when they are on the screen uh, as well as to navigate in some lists like uh, in YouTube when you can navigate quickly between the names of the videos instead of uh, swiping then swiping to hear the actions for this video and then the, the uh, name of the other video so let's move to the second style which is web view basic granularity navigation swipe right slash left to switch navigation type in web views and down slash up to move within the selected type unchecked this one is only related to web views so to not work other than in web views you swipe right and left to move between navigation types like characters, words, sentences, and you swipe up and down to move in the specified navigation type. So if you uh, choose character, you uh, swipe up and down to move down to, to move to the next character and up to move to the previous one. WebView alternative granularity navigation. Swipe down then up or up then down to switch navigation type in web views and swipe right slash left to move within the selected type. Use down slash up swipes to move focus unchecked. This is also related to web views and it's the web view alternative granularity navigation. Here you swipe down then up or up then down to move between navigation types. Right and left swipes are used to move in the selected navigation type and swiping up and down to move the focus. Global basic granularity navigation, swipe right slash left to switch navigation type in all views and down slash up to move within the selected type unchecked. The same one that is used in the web views but now it's the global basic granularity navigation. This means that this will work everywhere. So whenever you select a global style, it will work in web views and in non-web views. Global alternative granularity navigation, swipe down then up or up then down to switch navigation type in all views, swipe right slash left to move within the selected type. Use up slash down swipes to move focus unchecked. The same one that I talked about in WebViews, the alternative one that's using swiping down, then up, or up, then down to move between navigation types. Now I have... Default 2. Swipe right slash left to move the focus, and down slash up to perform shortcut gestures unchecked. Items from 5 to 10. 10 items in total. So, as you will notice... The differences or the difference is in um, the use of up and down swipes or right and left swipes. So in the default, the first default one, swiping up and down was to move between elements, on-screen elements, whereas here it's the opposite. So swiping up and down is to perform the shortcuts and swiping right and left 
is to move between the elements on the screen. Web view basic granularity navigation 2. Swipe down slash up to switch navigation type in web views, and right slash left to move within the selected type unchecked. Here, this is the basic 2, which is related to web views only. And also, it's the opposite. So, swiping up and down is to move between navigation types, whereas swiping right and left is to move in the selected navigation type. WebView alternative granularity navigation 2. Swipe down then up or up then down to switch navigation type, and swipe down slash up to move within the selected type. Use right slash left swipes to move focus. Unchecked. Again, we had the WebView alternative navigation, granularity navigation, and we have the WebView, gran uh, the WebView alternative granularity navigation 2. Global Basic Granularity Navigation 2, swipe down slash up to switch between navigation types in all views, and swipe right slash left to move within the selected type unchecked. Global Alternative Granularity Navigation 2, swipe down then up or up then down to switch navigation type in all views, and swipe down slash up to move within the selected type. Use right slash left swipes to move the focus checked. There are things that you should pay attention to when selecting your navigation or preferred navigation style. The two items after the first default are related to this default. And the two items that are after the second default, which is the default two, are related to this default two. What I want to say here is that when you select, for example, the WebView Basic, this will mean immediately that you have selected the default for the uh, other views. So you will be moving between on-screen elements using up and down swipes, and right and left swipes are used to perform the shortcut gestures. Whereas if you, uh, for example, select the basic two or alternative two in web views, you will be selecting immediately the default two in the non-view, non-web view, non -view uh, Windows, so you will be using right and left swipes to move between on-screen elements. Up and down swipes are used to uh, perform the shortcuts. Another thing that you should pay attention to is in web views, when you have selected one of the web views, the four web views related navigation styles, if you have an edit box, and you are dealing with text editing in a web view, the navigation style will switch to the default. So it will not be considered as web view in this um, instance. It will be switching to the default. So the uh, gestures that are used to perform shortcuts will be now used to move between, between characters. And if you are using one of the alternative methods, which are using the up-down or down-up swipes to move between navigation types, 
it will stop working because up down and down up will be used uh, for the default or will be considered as the gestures to go to the top or to end. Of course, this will not be a problem when you're using the global styles because it will work in all views. Also, currently, when you select one style or when you switch between styles, sometimes you may face some issues. So it's better to uh, reload to show, turn it off, then turn it on. And things should work normally after that. Of course, many people were using the option in general settings, which is invert swiping gestures. To let uh, the moving between on-screen elements be with right and left swipes instead of up, up and down swipes. But now it will switch between two styles according to the um, way you prefer. So I'm now using the global alternative granularity navigation 2, which is by swiping uh, up down or down up to move between navigation types, swiping up or down to move in the selected type, and swiping right and left to move between on-screen elements, which means that the uh, gestures are inverted. The swiping gestures are inverted. So I will go to operation gestures default general settings. General settings. General settings and then TTS allow reading invert swiping gestures checkbox checked controls whether I'll the swipe just not checked. And I'll see what's G TTS setting. Operation setting. Operation. Gestures default set gestures draw button. Default navigation gestures style global alternative granularity navigation swipe down then. So it switched to the global alternative granularity navigation, which is the one that uses up and down swipes to move between on screen elements, right and left swipes to move between uh, or to move in the navigation type that I select. And the same thing will happen if I'm using the basic two, for example, it will switch to the basic one when I uncheck the invert swiping gestures. So I will use again the global alternative uh, navigation two. Edge gesture setting, default navigation, Def global basic, gra default navigation, cancel button, global alternative granularity navigation two. Gestures default settings. Oper TTS general setting. Ge read usage hints check. Allow automatically read. Invert swiping gestures checkbox check control. Back button. It switched the uh, checkbox from unchecked to checked. And I'm now using the invert swiping gestures. G operation setting. Operation settings. How to uh, customize the navigation types that are available? Gesture scheme custom. Gestures default setting. Again, gestures, gestures default, default setting. Default navigation. 
Customize web page element navigation, default, headings, links. Customize web page element. Here I can determine the granularities or navigation types that should be included when I am in a web view. Like when I am in Chrome, for example. Customize web page, default checked, headings checked, links checked. Of course, other than the granularities or navigation types, I have a speech rate, media volume. So if I'm increasing something and I'm using the uh, right and left swipes to move in the navigation type, so I increase via right um, swipe and I decrease via left swipe. And if I'm using the up and down swipes, I increase via down swipe and decrease via up swipe. Buttons checked. And I press OK when I'm done. Gestures default. Customize web page. Customize standard view element navigation. Default button. Customize. This is to customize what should be included as a navigation type in the non-web view windows and I tap OK to uh, finish when I'm when I'm done of course to check something or to switch from checked to unchecked um, I double tap and to switch also from uh, the unchecked state to checked state I double tap as well checkbox is unchecked checked unchecked if you don't want to stick to any of the navigation styles available, you can assign your own gestures and you can customize all the gestures to, to your own liking. However, if you are a free user, you can't uh, customize the up, down, left and right swipes. Um, to navigate between navigation or to move between navigation types, you can assign gestures to next or a previous navigation type. And to move in the selected type, you say use next specify uh, next element in the specified type or previous element in the specified type, and uh, you can assign a gesture to the left shortcut and to the right shortcut and to the next or previous focusable element. Uh, before I finish, uh, I want to say that things are changing quickly in Tshuo, so. Uh, what's working now during this recording may work differently uh, in the coming versions. And um, this had happened uh, in the selection, text selection. So when this uh, feature was introduced, the new selection, uh, closing the selection mode would mean that you, uh, you would deselect everything that was selected. So it was clearing the selection. However, now um, this is different. So closing the selection mode will not deselect what was selected and you can act on the selection after closing the selection mode. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Karine. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. Often, how do people get in touch with us? 
to contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Well, that's it from us for this week, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Say bye-bye to the nice people, everybody. Bye, bye everyone. Bye-bye, and- nice people. And bye to the girls who didn't join us today. Shame yeah. on you guys. Shame on you girls. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good week. Yeah. And it's a, it's a nice day. 9 9 23. All the girls miss 9 9. That's such a shame. And enjoy yeah. back to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work hard. Don't get caught. September is always a hard month for the ladies. Yeah. The girls don't like September anyway, especially Fee and Miriam. So maybe that's why. Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Munda. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.